Hallelujah. Let's give God praise here today. Let's bless him with the fruit of our lips, which is our praise and our worship. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. We give you glory in Jesus' wonderful name. Somebody clap their hands unto the Lord here tonight and give him a shout of praise. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. It's so good to be back in the house of the Lord here tonight and to be in God's presence with God's people in Jesus' wonderful name. What a service we had on Sunday. Amen. How many enjoyed that? That was powerful. Amen. That We had, uh, at last count, we had 101. That's the second time uh, that we've gotten past 100 in the last few years. And so I'm excited. God's doing great things and uh, just thankful for all that the Lord is, is doing. And uh, you don't want to miss Sunday. It's going to be another powerful service. Make sure you're inviting somebody to the house of God. And uh, in preparation as we get ready for Easter, um, let's also remember to be uh, getting a hold of people. There's no greater contact uh, than somebody that you already know. Amen. So you got friends and you got family. You got all sorts of people that you might be connected to. Just reach out to them and tell them, amen, what good things the Lord's doing. And, uh, and I believe that God's going to use us in a mighty way in Jesus' name. Psalms chapter 30 and verse number 5. Amen. I want to say uh, it's an honor to have Jordan back in the house of the Lord with us in Jesus' name. And then also, it's good to have Andre. He's in the back right now, but it's good to have him in the house of the Lord. He's going to be getting baptized tonight. And so, praise God. Psalms chapter 30 and verse number 5. Just one verse here tonight. The Bible says, speaking of God, for his anger endureth but for a moment. His anger endureth but for a moment. And in his favor is life. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. His anger, it only lasts for a moment. Amen. And that's not anger in the sense of uncontrollable rage. That is coming from the standpoint of a disciplinary father. That his discipline, it only lasts for a moment. But in his favor, there is a lifetime. How many wants the favor of God here tonight? I want to preach to us for a few moments on this subject. Father has favorites. Father has favorites. Would you set down your Bibles and let's pray all across this house. Come on, let's lift up our voice and let's ask God to touch us. Let's ask God to move on us. God, we love you. We thank you here today for your power and for your glory, Jesus. We thank you for each and every individual that is in this place, God. We're praying, Lord, that you would move on every heart, on every life, God. I, I believe that there's people that long for the favor of God. And after tonight, they're going to acquire the favor of God. We give you glory and honor and praise in Jesus' wonderful name. Somebody clap your hands and give him praise. Hallelujah. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated for a few moments here tonight. Amen. Father has favorites. One question that has been asked many, many times is, does God have favorites? And some might look immediately to verses that you'd find in Romans, and even as Peter would say in Acts chapter 10, when Peter was talking to Cornelius and he perceived that God had filled the Gentiles with the Holy Ghost, the very same Spirit that the Jews had received. And the Bible says that Peter got a revelation in that moment that God is no respecter of persons. But then he gets another part of that. But in every nation, he that feareth him, speaking of God, and worketh righteousness is accepted with him. Or if I could put it in my own terms, amen. Everyone and everybody that fears God and is doing what is right, 
has favor with God. Whether or not God has favorites is a tricky question because it does depend on what we see as favoritism. Amen. A lot of us come from a different paradigm from one another. Amen. Usually when we think of favoritism, we see it from a human standpoint, which typically means an unfair treatment of somebody else who is not favored. In other words, favoritism is not defined by what is given to the one that is favored, but it is defined by what is not given to those that are not favored. Amen. To completely understand and to answer, does God have favorites? We've got to start with a revelation of something we know about God. The Bible lets us know that God is just. God is not fair. Let's get that straight because some people, they've complained and they've screamed towards heaven as they shake their fist and their complaint has been, it's not fair. Amen. I got news for you tonight. God is not fair. Life is not fair. Does anybody else live in the real world? Amen. Because you will live your entire Christian existence and you will get frustrated and you will get depressed if you are looking for God to be fair. But God is not fair. God is just. Amen. His judgment is always right. Amen. God has a way of, of not being fair. Amen. He he's more along the lines of being equitable. Amen. It's not enough to just go for fairness. you got to go for justice. you got to go for what is right and what is just. Amen. There are people in our world that are screaming for fairness, but they don't need fairness. They need equity. They don't need fairness. They need justice. Amen. They need righteous judgment, and only God can truly provide that. People that are screaming for fairness, what they're saying is, I want you to show me favoritism from a human standpoint and, and make these other people suffer for a little while. And as if somehow, some way, it will help their cause by somebody else going down a couple notches. In this generation, they will say stuff like, check your privilege. Amen. They want you to check your level, amen, of, of human favoritism. Amen. God doesn't have that level of favoritism. He, his level of favor, it is not at the expense of somebody else. Can I help you here today? Well, we need to help this group and we need to help that group. I think there's times and place where we need to look at our inequalities in our world because they exist. And we need to do our best, amen, to, to, to do what is just and to do what is right. But we should never do it at the expense of another group because all we're going to do is replicate a cycle that has been perpetuating since the beginning of mankind. Amen. When God favors somebody, it doesn't happen at the expense of of another group. It doesn't happen at the expense of another individual or another family. I want to help you here tonight that God's favoritism and God's favor is not limited. God's favoritism and God's favor, amen, it does not take anybody down a notch. It always elevates. Let's give God praise here today. Oh, come on, let's give God glory. God is no respecter of persons. What does that mean? What that means to you and I is that God does not look at social economic status, whether or not he will favor somebody. God does not look at skin tone on whether or not he will favor somebody. He does not look at ethnicity or, or, or language on whether or not he will favor somebody. He does not look at blood type or DNA or background on whether or not he'll favor somebody. I hope somebody gets excited here tonight. Uh, amen. Because God's favor is not dependent on where you come from. Uh, God's favor is not dependent on what you did right or what you did wrong. Can I help you here today? God's favor is not dependent on some external thing. Thing. Amen. God's favor. Amen. The Bible says in it there is life. In it there is a lifetime. And that favor, it comes from what is just. Oh, somebody lift up your hands and let's magnify him here tonight for just a moment. Oh, God can favor you. God can favor your family. God can, it, well, you don't know where I came from. God's favor can be on your life. You don't know what I've done wrong. God's favor can still be on your life. Pastor, you don't know what kind of mistakes I've made. God's favor can still be on your life. Amen. 
God is God's just and his judgment is always right. If he favors somebody, it's because it's the right thing to do. He looks at it and he goes, there's, there's nothing. It would, be, it would be unjust of me not to favor that individual. It would not be righteous of me if I did not favor that individual. Amen. I'm going to help unlock this for somebody here tonight because there are keys to being favored by God. God is no respecter of persons. Uh, Amen. In other words, God is not looking, amen, through your background or through your DNA or through your heritage on whether or not he will favor you. He does not wait until you have a certain numbers in or out of your bank account before he will favor you. Uh, Amen. God is no respecter of persons. And yet we read in the Bible in the first few chapters, uh, amen, that the Bible says God had respect unto Abel and to his sacrifice. Uh, So which is it? Is God a respecter of persons uh, or is he not? Uh, Amen. He is, in fact, uh, a respecter, but not based on the fact that his mother and father was Adam and Eve. Uh, But when God looked, it was an individual basis. Uh, Amen. In other words, favor uh, didn't come because of who he was related to, uh, neither does a lack of favor come based on who he was related to. Amen. The respect of Abel and of his sacrifice. Let us know something about God. That God is not a respecter of an individual, but he is a respecter of principle. How many wants the favor of God? You want the favor of God, I've come to knock it down for us here tonight. Amen. I've come to nail it to the wall. If you want the favor of God, you don't have to say, well, I don't deserve it because of who I am or where I come from. If you want the favor of God, he always respects principles. And if you can live according to the principles that we find in the word of God, you can have the favor of God. Oh, somebody give him praise. He even told Israel, I didn't call you because you were the greatest nation. In other words, I'm no respecter of persons. I didn't call you because you were the wealthiest nation. I'm no respecter of persons. He said, but I called you that I could establish my word in your life. I called you that I could establish a people that were living based on principles. We find that God respected Abel and his sacrifice. What is that? That's called favor. And somehow Abel unlocked the fact that God favors some people. Man, I've got to find out what it's going to take for God to favor my life. I'm not going to look at somebody else that's favored of God and think to myself, there's no way I can get there. I've got to look at that individual and say, God, if you did it for them, you're no respecters of persons. You can do it for me. I don't want to have the mentality of Cain. We're not careful. We'll see that God has favorites, uh, and we'll be like Cain, and we'll, we'll take our brother out in the field, uh, and instead of asking Abel, what'd you do right, uh, we start taking Abel down, and we kill him. Uh, I don't want to ever kill my brother or my sister, amen, because they are favored of God. Uh, if anything, I want to get closer to people that have the favor of God. Uh, I want to be like Lot, uh, amen, in the moment when he followed Abraham. Uh, the Bible said Abraham, uh, amen, God had respect unto Abraham. Abraham. What does that let me know? God also favored Abraham. He had respect because the lifestyle that Abraham lived. He served God in faith. He walked by principles. And as long as Lot followed Abraham, he followed those exact same principles. And the Bible says that Abraham had cattle. Abraham had sheep. Abraham had gold and silver. He had servants in abundance. And he got so blessed that Lot got blessed. And Lot followed Abraham, and he had favor from God too. He had more cattle than he knew what to do with. He had more money than he knew what to do with. Can I preach to somebody that if you live a principled life, there is favor that comes from heaven, amen, that it will bless you so you don't even have room enough to receive it. Oh, somebody clap your hands and give him praise here tonight. Oh, come on, let's magnify him. Come on, God's got favorites, but the good news is it can be any of us. And the best news is it can be all of us. But we've got to live by principle. God is no respecter of individuals. He's not going to choose this one and not choose that one. Do not believe in predestination. 
He called to all men. It's not God's will that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. But where does the favor rest? The favor rests on those that just like Noah, if you read it in the ESV, the Bible says Noah got grace and Noah received grace from from God. But if you read it in the ESV, the Bible says Noah received favor from God. We talked about it a couple weeks ago. It wasn't that Noah was any better than anybody else, but Noah said if I can receive that from God, if God is offering favor, I want it. If God is offering salvation, I'll take it. If God is offering a better way and a better life, I would be dumb not to take a hold of it. And when he said yes to God, all of a sudden the favor of the Lord began to shine on his family. The favor of God began to flow onto his kids. The favor of God began to flow through his family and through his lineage. What am I telling us here tonight? The Father has favorites, but if you want the favor of God, all you got to do is say yes to living a life of principle. Oh, somebody give him praise. Isaiah chapter 66 and verse 1, the Bible says, Thus saith the Lord, heaven is my throne and the earth is my footstool. What is the house that you would build for me? And what is the place of my rest? All these things my hands have made. So all these things came to be. He said, I already created everything. I I don't need anything from anybody. But the Bible says, but there is one person that I will look for. Or if I could translate it down, there is one kind of individual that I will favor. He who is humble and of a contrite spirit and he that trembles at my word. What I'm telling you, the favor follows those that have a a love for the word of God. Favor follows those that have a principle, life that is based on the word of God. And God says, amen, I don't need a house. I don't need a building. I created everything with my hands. He said, but I'm looking for an individual Amen. That's got the principles of my word. That when they come to church, it's not just another service, but they tremble at my word. God, what do I got to do to be favored? Not what do I got to do to get out of hell, but what do I got to do to have the favor of God? Those that humble themselves and say, God, I can't do it by myself. He said, that's the individual I'm looking for. I want to give my favor to them. I want to open up doors no man can shut. I want to bring a blessing that there's not room enough to receive. I want to overflow their cup with goodness and mercy. Would you lift up your hands here tonight? Come on, let's take a few moments. Come on, God's searching. He said, I'm looking down, up and down the earth for somebody I can favor. I'm looking for somebody who's humble enough to be favored. I'm looking for somebody that's got a, amen, got a right spirit and a right heart that I can favor. I'm looking for somebody that loves my word that I can favor. Come on, let's pray. Amen. God, God's looking for people in this house tonight. He wants to bestow his favor. Don't resist it. Say, God, what do I got to do to be favored? Oh, come on, let's pray. Favor is not about fairness. God is just. He's going to look at a person's life and that person that is living a principled life. Amen. It's it's as simple as an equation. Two plus two is four. Favor is as simple as an equation. You can't complain, well, I don't have the favor of God. Amen. It is an equation that is not, it's not a complex equation. It's not hard. It's somebody that's humble, that has a contrite heart, that trembles at his word. He says, I'm looking to and fro in the earth. Can I tell you, God is going up and down Carson City. Amen. He's going up and down the seats and the aisles. And he's saying, is there anybody in the house of the Lord that I can bestow my goodness to, that I can bestow my favor to? Let me help somebody here tonight. God's love is for everybody. The Bible says God is love. Amen. And God so loved the world that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. God's love is available for everybody, and it's already bestowed upon everybody. But God's favor is reserved for those uh, that say yes to him. Uh, God's favor is reserved for those, the children of his, uh, that say, okay, God, what do I got to do? Amen. It's it's, it's much like we have here uh, on on earth, in an earthly sense. Uh, Amen. If you have two children, uh, the one that says no all the time and all 
always gives you trouble. They're not going to get the blessings of the Father's house. They're not the one that's going to get the favor of the Father, but the one that says yes with a humble spirit, with a contrite heart, and says whatever you say. There's something about that principle. There's something about that respect from a human level that we want to give them everything and more. There's something that happens on a human level that says, I want to bestow my favor. How much more is it the God that created us in his image when he looks down at his children and there's people saying, God, not what can I get away with, but what else can I do that I may obtain more favor in your sight? Not how little can I do, but God, is there more that I can accomplish? Is there more that I can do? What else can I do to obtain favor from my Father? We're not saved by works, but you won't be saved without working. Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. We've got to say, God, I want your favor on my life. What principles? And if we were to look in the book of Proverbs and we were to study it out, amen, it talks about favor. It goes through it, and he says to his son, he says, don't let, you, don't let mercy and truth forsake you. In other words, don't let mercy and truth ever leave you. He said, bind them about your neck. Uh, write them on the table of your heart. Uh, he said, if you do this, uh, if you are a principled individual, uh, amen, we, we like to shout and we like to dance and we like to run, uh, but I want to tell you who really gets the favor of God. Uh, amen, I believe people that have the favor of God dance, shout, and run, uh, but who really gets the favor of God, of course, in the word of God it's right here amen those that take mercy and truth and they say I'm going to tie you up and not let you go I'm going to hold on to the principle life and the principles of God's word he said so shall you find favor and good understanding in the sight of God and in the sight of men the Bible says in Proverbs good understanding giveth favor but the way of a transgressor is hard. Some people are wondering why they don't feel the favor of God. It could be you turn on your principles. You turn on the word of God. You don't tremble at it. But those that will say in their heart, I will bind mercy and truth. I will bind principles of the word of God. I won't have them today and let them leave tomorrow. But I will write them on the table of my heart. I will engraft the word of God which is able. Can I preach? It's able to save your soul. And when you do that, he said, favor is going to find you. Oh, somebody lift up your hands and magnify him. Favor's looking. Favor's looking. Don't turn on your principles. Don't turn on your lifestyle. Come on, say, God, help me to bind it down. Help me to write it down. Come on, let's pray. Oh, I feel Jesus in this house. Come on, there's favor in this building. There's favor in this building. Some people, they feel the favor of God. They know they got the favor of God, and they're trying to figure out where it came from. It's the fact that day in and day out, you're living according to the word of God. Day in and day out, you're holding on to mercy and truth. And Proverbs 22 and 1 says, A good name is rather to be chosen than great riches, and loving favor rather than silver and gold. If I had to choose, now you don't have to choose, but if I had to choose between money and favor, I'd choose favor every time. Maybe that's If I had to choose between being the wealthiest man without principles on earth and being a principled individual that maybe didn't know how it was going to work out, but somehow, some way, God starts opening doors of favor, I would choose favor every time. I may not have all these other things, but God, I've got to have your favor. Jesus, the church may not have X, Y, or Z, but Jesus can we have your favor come on can I preach to somebody Daniel got favor from God because he said I will not eat from the king's table can I preach to somebody that Moses and the children of Israel because they abided by the word of God and put the blood of the lamb over the doorpost the Bible says God gave them favor and they spoke 
spoiled uh, the Egyptians. Uh, can I preach to somebody? David, uh, a shepherd boy uh, that didn't have anything to his name, uh, that did not have a heritage, uh, that did not have a last name. Uh, when he got a hold uh, of the word of God, he said, Lord, uh, wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way? Uh, how's a young man supposed to make it uh, in a twisted, upside-down world? Uh, he said, I'm going to stop uh, and I'm going to grab a hold of your word. Two verses later, David would write, Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. And can I preach to somebody? Jesus said, Let me tell you about the favor I put on David. I'm going to sit on the throne of David. Oh, somebody lift up your hands. Come on, let's pray. Come on, let's pray in the name of Jesus. You want the favor of God? It's available tonight. God's got favorites, but the good news is everybody can be God's favorite. God's got favorites, but it doesn't mean you're excluded from it. God's got favorites, but you don't got to compete one with another to get it. God's got favorites, but you can be one. The Bible says this, and I want to help somebody here tonight. What do you do when... God is, you're living a principled life. You're doing what is right. And it seems like life's not working out. I came to help somebody here tonight. Mary, fear not. You are highly favored among women. What does favor feel like? What does favor look like? Favor in the common sense in a human sense, means I have less responsibilities. Favor, in a human sense, means I get privileges other people don't get. But we're not talking about human favor. When God gives favor, he says, to whom much is given, talking about favor, to whom much is given, much is required. If you want to go up in favor, you're going to have to go up in responsibility. If you want to go up in favor, you're going to have to go up in personal dedication. If you want to have favor, there's going to be some requirements that those that don't have that level of favor, amen, they don't have to live by that. Mary, don't be afraid. You are highly favored of the Lord. But immediately there came a responsibility with that favor. It wasn't that Mary was the only virgin in all of Israel. It wasn't that Mary was better intrinsically than anybody else but God knew when I come by and ask Mary amen to birth Jesus Christ she's going to say yes what's she going to say yes to she's going to say yes to a life of favor but what comes with a life of favor she's going to say yes to criticism she's going to say yes to being scrutinized by other people she's going to say yes to false accusations she's going to come and I preach to somebody father has faith but sometimes favor don't feel too good. Amen. Favor is going to work itself out in the end. But there's going to be seasons where you're looking and you're looking all messed up. And people are saying it's because they did this. They, they did that wrong. They did that wrong. Amen. But she had to remind herself every day, I'm carrying the Son of God. Amen. Because I'm fulfilling a prophecy that there's going to be a child born. There's going to be a son given. And I'm favored to carry it. I'm might be criticized, but I'm carrying something. Can I preach it? I got favor. I'm carrying something other people aren't carrying. I'm going to birth something other people don't want to birth. I'm going to produce something other people don't want to produce. You can hate on me. You can criticize me. But I am highly favored of the Lord. What you're looking at, you criticize. But I am highly favored of the Lord. What people misunderstand is highly favored. I came to preach. It doesn't always feel good. You don't always get to hear the well done. But what you're carrying is favor. Oh, somebody lift up your hands. So let's magnify Jesus. Come on. What if I'm in that season where I don't feel too favored because of what people have said? That's all right. 
Just keep carrying that favor around. What if you're in that season where you don't know about how you how you feel? Amen. Don't worry. Favor's not a feeling. Favor is a fact. That's why he said, "Fear not. You're highly favored." Fear and favor are a contradiction of one another. Sometimes the things that scare us the most are the things God is using to favor us. Don't be afraid of what's happening in your life. I'm using this. Oh, I came to help somebody. For we know. Some people need to go down and they need to write in their notebook. I don't believe in how, well, I won't get in that. But they need to write some things down, if I could put it this way, engrave some things down. Amen. When you learn something about God, when you learn something about life, you've got to write it down in a book. You've got to rehearse it until you memorize it. There's some things I've learned about God that I, I, I know as a fact. You've got to go back to those. How do, what do I mean by that? Paul said, we know that all things work together for the good. Of those that love God to those that are called according to his purpose. Do you love God here tonight? It's going to work out. Are you walking according to principle? I came to preach. Are you walking according to principle? Guess what? You got favor, and we know. Well, I don't feel like it right now, Pastor. That's all right. We know. These are things that we know. I wrote it down. It's a fact. I'm favored. I don't feel like it, but I'm favored. It doesn't make sense how it's going to work out, but I'm favored. And I know that I love God, and I'm walking according to principle. Can I help somebody here today? It was envy that put Joseph in a pit. Amen. It was forgetfulness. Amen. It was false accusation, I should say. Amen. That got him thrown into prison. It was forgetfulness that left him in the prison. But can I help somebody here today? We know all things work together for those that love God and those that are called according to his purpose. It was favor, the Bible says, in the book of Genesis, that God gave Joseph favor in the prison and God exalted him and pulled him out of the prison. It might have been somebody's envy that put you in a pit. It might have been somebody's false accusation that got you locked up. It might have been the fact that people forgot about you after all the good you did for them that made you forget about what you did know. But I've got to help somebody here tonight. It was because of favor that Joseph got up out of it and and made his way to the palace. Let's stand across the building, lift up our hands. Come on, let's pray. Come on, let's pray. We need the favor of God, church. Come on. Well, I don't feel favor. That's all right. We know all things are working together for good. I'm walking by principles. That lets me know I'm favored. I'm favored. I'm favored. I'm favored. God's not respecter of person, but of that principle I'm walking by. Oh, come on, let's pray. Come on, God. God respects. God favors people that live according to his word. God favors people that obey his word. God favors those that walk according to the laws of God and the principles of his word. Psalms 44 and 3 says this. They got not into the land of possession by their own sword. Some people want to do it by their own way. Neither did, they, did their own arm save them. But thy right hand and thine arm and the light of your countenance, O God, where did victory come from? Because thou hast favor on them. Can I help us here tonight, church? We can go with a lot of things. We can go without a lot of things. But we cannot make it without the favor of God. Well, I don't see why that's important. Is that a heaven or hell issue? Yeah, the premise is all wrong. What can I get away with and still go to heaven? How? You know, it's it's it's... It's one of those deals. I came to preach to the people that are here, but there's people I would love to preach to that aren't here. How many church services can I skip and still make it? You're missing it. You know, I came to preach to the people that are here. 
God has favorites. God has favorites. And they're the ones that say, I just can't get enough of God. I just, I just got to have more of God's word. It's, a, it's, it's how close. It's not how far away from church can I get and still go to heaven. It's how close can I get to God and him not translate me like Enoch. How close of a walk with God can I have? How much favor do I got to have before God yanks me up out of this world? How close to heaven? can I get without yet going there? You're going to have favor, but you're going to have to live according to these principles. Apostolic Revival Center, it, when we are going to another level, but it's, it's not going to be based on our hand. It's not going to be based on our might. It's going to be based on the favor that God has. There's doors that God's going to open. I spoke to my pastor earlier yesterday, and I've been feeling this message, and it just it just added perfectly. They got their permits to work on their building, and they're starting the rehab on it. And he said, oh, by the way, they're changing the street name to Cornerstone Way. There was a lot of times we didn't think it was going to happen. Can I help you? I've been there. Man, I watched people walk out on God left and right. I'm like, my goodness. This thing ain't ever going to move forward. But I see a man of God that just walks by principle. So much so that it's Jesus. The Bible says he grew in favor with God and with men. Church, we need favor. Mary had favor. Jesus had favor. Noah had favor. Amen. Abel had favor. Daniel had favor. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego had favor. What am I telling you? Favor's available for everybody. And in Acts chapter 2, verse 47, the Bible says, The church of the living God was praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. Can I help you here tonight? There's favor favor in this house but the favor goes to those that say God I'm going to walk according to your word and it might take a little longer than taking the shortcut but I'm going to have the favor of God in my life would you lift up your hands and let's pray come on you might have to fight for your favor you might have to have a couple prayer meetings Amen, to hold on to that favor. You might have to wrestle your flesh down to keep that favor. You might have to rip some voices out of your life to have favor. But whatever you do, make it up in your mind. I'm going to be one of Father's favorites. Amen, I want him to hear my name come up before heaven. And it brings joy and a smile to his face. I want God to think about me and have joy that knowing I'm walking according to his word. When Jesus showed up, he preached and said, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me and hath anointed me. And the very last thing he preached and he talked about, he says to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. ESV translates it this way, to preach the year of favor. I believe there's favor that God wants to bring down on every family. I believe there's favor God wants to bring down on every life here tonight. I believe that when Jesus showed up, that's all we needed. Well, I don't know how I'm going to live that way. I don't know how I'm going to. I don't know how I'm going to do that. When you get the Holy Ghost, the Bible says He convicts the world of sin and of righteousness, of things you should not do, and then He helps you on things you should do. Uh, what What am I helping you here today to understand? Uh, God wants to favor every one of His children, uh, but it's going to be based on His children uh, saying, "Yes, God, uh, I want that favor in my life, uh, whatever it takes." Let's lift up our hands and let's pray. I'm done preaching. Come on, God's favor is in his, is in his favor, there's life. 
Come on, if you feel dead, it could be you got too separated from the principled life and you're not feeling the favor of God and you've stepped away from some of the things you know God has convicted you of. But tonight, God's saying if you can just get on track with that, amen, I'm going to bless it because it's just. I'm going to bless you because it's right. I'm going to help you because my favor has life with it. I'm going to open up this altar. Would you come and pray? Could you come and pray here tonight? After a wonderful service like Sunday, it's evident the favor of God is on this church. I don't want to lose the favor of God. I don't want. I don't want. To, I don't want to expel it. I don't want to get rid of it. I don't want. I don't want to excommunicate the, the favor of God from my life. I don't want God to have to, in His justice and in His righteousness, remove favor from my life. I want to live. Amen. Worthy of my calling. I want to walk worthy of my calling. I want to walk in the favor of God. Would you pray in the name of Jesus? Children, the children, the 
favor in this house. There's favor in this house. There's people that are highly favored of the Lord. Highly favored of the Lord. Well, I've gone through hell. Highly favored of the Lord. I've been sick in my body. Highly favored of the Lord. I've been down on my last dollar. Highly favored of the Lord. I help somebody here tonight favor does not come without a fight at every level of favor you go to there will be a test can they live according to the principles can they live according to my principles I prove it Job in the middle of his trials scraped the boils off his body children dead and Livestock gone, economy destroyed. The Bible says in all this, Job sinned not with his mouth. He never regarded God as being unjust. What are we seeing? Job had principles that he would not compromise. I don't feel good right now. But Job still declared, Thou hast granted me life and favor.
and thy visitation has preserved my spirit. And Job went another 30-something chapters with that principle that God is with me. I don't feel him right now. It doesn't seem like it right now. But I know God will never leave me nor forsake me. I know I have served God and I've lived according to the principles of his word. And at the end of it all, God said, congratulations, son. You're one of my favorites. You passed the test. And the Bible says he got double for all of his trouble. There's people here, the favor of God's about to hit your life because the devil's come in and wrecked your life. But if you live and you do not sin, and you, I'm not talking about not making mistakes. I'm talking about, God, I'm going to live according to the principles of your word. I'm going to hold on to what I know. I know right now it must be tough. But I also know that we, that we do know that all things work together for the good of those that love God. I know it. It's a principle. I hold on to the principle, the precept of the word of God. And I'm going to live according to it that right now uh, as the bend of the verse would say uh, weeping may endure for the night what is that that's the test uh, to find out if I'm ready for another level of favor uh, and if I can pass the test uh, and hold on to my principles uh, and the word of God he says that joy uh, is coming in the morning uh, can I help somebody here tonight father's got favorites uh, but if you can hold on through the darkness uh, and keep a hold of the principles of the word of God favor and joy comes in the morning. Lift up your hands and let's pray. Come on right now. Father's got favorites uh, and that's why you're going through the mess you've been going through uh, because God's saying are you ready for another level of favor uh, I'm not sinning, uh, I'm not falling uh, I'm, not, I'm not suffering as an evildoer, uh, I'm not suffering because I've uh, disobeyed God, uh, I'm going through it because I'm going to another level uh, where joy comes in the morning I'm going through it so I can get to another level of favor I'm getting into the prison uh, because what they meant for evil, God God meant it for good. Amen. When Leah's despised, the Lord favored her. Jesus, we give you praise and glory and honor. We pray, God, that your favor would rest on us as a people, rest on us as a church. I pray for individuals and families and spouses and children, God, that your favor would rest upon us. Because in your favor, there is life. And in your favor, we know that joy is coming. In your favor, we know there's doors that are opening that no man can shut. Jesus, if a church is ever going to be what you called it to be, it's going to take an act of the favor of God. I want you to look down from heaven and as you look across the world, I want you to see Apostolic Revival Center and I want you to say that's some of my favorite people. God, would you let us live according to those principles because we want to be your favorite. Somebody clap your hands and give him a shout of praise. Come on. If you got favor, shout if you got favor, why do I worship?